Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that helps you become your best self, and today we're talking about how to deal with disappointment. But before we jump into that, as always, I want to invite you to come say hi to me on social media. I am at Sabrina Joy Prozo on both TikTok and Instagram, so I hope you come say hi and so we can be friends online. You are also welcome to send me an email at realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. So if you have any questions, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, whatever it is, please like let me know. Send me an email. I would love to chit-chat with you about that. And all of that information is available for you down on the show notes, as well as uh, being able to pick up the planner journal hybrid that I created called Emotions Every Day that is still for sale, as well as signing up for the weekly newsletter that comes out every Wednesday evening around 6, 7 p.m. PST. And then there's a lot of other fun stuff down there in the show notes, like uh, some anonymous um, surveys and ways to submit topic suggestions and vent anonymously if you need that in your life and all kinds of other things. So I encourage you to go ahead and check those out. And that's it. So we should jump into the show. And I want to let you know that if you are eventually watching this episode on um, like on the video, you will see like, oh man, I look like a ghost in this video and I can't figure it out because I just moved. So my <laughs> lighting looks a little weird. So I just wanted to point that out. So eventually, not right away, but eventually you'll see this episode in video format, and then you'll be like, she looks like a ghost. And I'll be like, yeah, I don't know. I tried to. I spent like 15 minutes trying to figure it out. I could not fix it. So anyway, on with the show again today, we are talking about how to deal with disappointment, feeling disappointed, and let's go ahead and jump right in. So I think one of the worst things that I do, even currently, because it wasn't something that I really noticed I had an issue with or a problem with until probably recently, is I brush disappointment away too soon and don't deal with it to better understand it. And when you hear me say that, I'm sure that if you're not new here, then that probably sounds very counterintuitive to what I talk about with you know, honoring and accepting our emotions. But I struggle with seeing disappointment as something that needs to be focused on because I know that letting it fester too long will cause more issues and a possible, you know, trip to your pit of despair where you can just get stuck and be there forever. Um, but yeah, I just, I struggle with it being seen as something that I really need to focus on, that I really need to deal with. And I think I've gone through a lot of disappointment recently that I'm realizing, yeah, I need to dig a little deeper and be like, okay, why are we disappointed? What is going on? Like what is really happening? Because, and then I feel like usually it's, it's, it doesn't feel like there's a cascading effect with disappointment for me, but it's happened lately. And that's really what's been like, oh, yeah, I should I should probably I should probably figure that out. But there is a way to balance it out with not letting disappointments overwhelm you, but to lean into understanding how you feel better, right? Um, you know, and and really figuring out like, okay, let's not brush them under the rug, but let's also uh not just get caught up and lost in it and those feelings that can really uh drag you down to feeling apathetic or, or feeling depressed or anything else that could drag you down even further. And it's important to 
you know, find a balance because being disappointed is a part of life and not something we can run away from. I'm sure that there are people that think they can run away from it, but it's just going to happen, right? And if it if you feel like it hasn't happened to you, I encourage you to rethink your life <laughs> and really like reflect on like, oh, like you haven't been disappointed. Um, because if anyone's going to come at me and be like, oh yeah, because it's because I don't let myself become disappointed. I don't believe you. 110%. I do not believe you. We will be disappointed when things don't go our way that we would like, right? Or we'll be disappointed in people when they didn't do what they said they're going to do, or they didn't do what we thought they were going to do, right? Um, or they did things that we didn't think they were going to do and they did them and they kind of like double crossed you or something like that. And, you know, we'll be disappointed in ourselves. And so maybe that was the one that you were like, oh, yeah, I have been disappointed in yourself. And that's and, and then that's fine. But just remember that we will. We will encounter it. We will go through it. And maybe there's even moments when you were a child and you didn't realize that what you were feeling was disappointment. And it was. So, you know, it's going to happen. It just is. It's just a matter of fact. It's just a fact of life. It's going to happen. So knowing how to deal with it will help you not allow it to overtake you and dominate all your feelings and emotions and, again, drag you into that pit of despair. And, you know, sometimes, and I I just, I have to make a point of this because I know (laughs) that I will encounter it and I have encountered it in the past. Sometimes people think that you can avoid dealing with disappointment by not having any expectations, like zero, like no expectations. But it's basically impossible to not have any expectations for anything in life. Like it basically is. It's impossible. There's no way for you to not believe or think something is going to happen or not happen, right? It's it's natural to think one way or, or the other because you might consider and label expectations as these big grandiose things that you would believe or expect or people will expect of you. But even the expectation, the fact that you are going to be able to pull out of your driveway in the morning without someone like whipping down the street or around the corner and hitting you in the back, that's still like an expectation that you have, right? You have the expectation that you'll be able to go get your morning cup of coffee that you've been doing for three years in a row and expect it to just be fine. And that's an expectation, right? Along with expectations of people like doing their jobs, if that's something that you are managing or overseeing or expecting uh, other people to treat you with respect or expecting other people to, you know, be courteous and not rude and and all of these things that some of them can turn into, you know, dangerous assumptions, of course. But again, we all experience expectations. So it means that we're all going to experience disappointment at some level. But it's also important to remember that the feeling of disappointment doesn't have to last too long if you don't want it to. If you don't want it to, like you, 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 if you don't want it to, it does not have to last too long. You get to make that decision. It's just like I tell you all the time, you are in charge of your emotions. You get to decide and dictate like whether it controls you or it doesn't. You can just experience it as it comes and then let it fade away, you know, as you honor it and let it go. This is the same with every emotion, right? Like sadness, being upset, frustrated, overwhelmed, happy, you know, ecstatic, joyful, right? It's just like 
it can just come and then fade away. And, um, and yes, some will last longer or shorter, but if you let it, these will pass on. So you don't, it doesn't have to linger. You just choose to let it linger when it does because you either maybe are taking more time to understand it or honor it or don't know how to do these things and it just continues to, you know, fester in your heart. And obviously that's not what we want, which is again, a reason why I want to share with you how to deal with your disappointment because I feel like it can really just like weave its way into our hearts and our minds and we don't even realize it's a problem. Like I kind of shared with you how I didn't really think it was like a big problem that I had to deal with. And I'm like, oh no, I need to face this. So maybe you're feeling the same or you know someone else that would benefit from knowing this knowledge that you can share with them or they can just listen to this too. So today I wanted to share with you some tips on how to deal with disappointment in the healthiest way possible. But before I go into these tips, as always, I want to let you know that this is all based on my own experience and research and um, what I've gone through and what I'm allowed to share that others have gone through. And if you feel like that the tips I'm going to share do not align with you, I encourage you to go and seek out either a therapist or a counselor or someone that you can have one-on-one help with. You know, they can give you that, that attention and really help you figure out the best way for you to move through disappointment in the healthiest way. And if that doesn't work, I encourage you to go to our best friend, Google, and type in like how to deal with disappointment. And you'll see so many articles, so many tips, advice, things that you can go with. But let's go ahead and jump into our five tips that I have today on how to deal with disappointment. So the first one is to show yourself compassion. Now, before we even talk about that, Normally, I would just like the first one, and then if you want to go ahead and guess, this is your opportunity to guess right now. But normally, uh, at the beginning of generally most tips, I would encourage you to acknowledge the fact that you are disappointed. And I feel like sometimes that's baked in. So sometimes I'll say it because it's like obvious, and sometimes I won't, like this time, but I still ended up saying it. So (laughs) here we are. But it's important for you, usually the beginning of anything of how learning how to deal with it or move through it, is being able to acknowledge that this is what you're going through. This is what you're experiencing. And you're not trying to like pretend it's not, weasel your way out of it, you know, brush it under the rug like this is happening. You are experiencing disappointment and maybe it's making you uncomfortable, okay? But the first tip I really want to talk about was show yourself compassion. So this applies whether you are disappointed in yourself or you're just disappointed in like an experience, I don't think it would really apply in regards to being disappointed in someone else unless it's related to you trusting and believing that someone else was going to do something and then they didn't. And then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I I feel pretty bad about myself. But I want you to show yourself compassion. I don't want you to come down on yourself too hard for something just not working out the way that it wasn't supposed to. Clearly, it just wasn't supposed to work out the way that you thought or you anticipated or you planned or you worked for, which is probably the worst one because you put all this time and energy for something to work out and then it doesn't. That can really suck. Or even time and energy into someone else and it doesn't work out the way you thought it was. That can happen a lot in um, different types of relationships. But show yourself compassion. Don't come down on yourself. Don't allow yourself to just like be down on yourself and be mean and be more self-cruel. You need to focus on being like self-compassionate and maybe forgiving yourself for any mistakes or failures that happen because those things are going to happen as well. They're just going to happen. And like I always say, they are the best learning lessons. Absolutely. Absolutely. So show yourself compassion. 
The second one that I want to share with you is sit with your feelings instead of brushing these off. So often, with most other emotions, sometimes we don't want to deal with them. We think it's fine. We'll just brush them under the rug. We'll just lock them in the closet for now. But this is a reminder that even with disappointment, we do not want to do that. We want to sit in the disappointment and understand that we are disappointed, right? We are disappointed and ask ourselves questions like, okay, how disappointed are we in comparison to times we were before? On like a scale, do a quick scale. On a scale one to 10, how disappointed am I right now, right? And then you establish that level and then you're like, okay, well, am I disappointed because I expected it to be better? Am I disappointed because I didn't do enough, right? Am I disappointed because... I knew I shouldn't have like, you know, leaned into this or thought this was it or blah, 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 but it was, right? You know, you made the wrong choice. Like whatever it is, like sit with the feelings, like, right? Don't avoid them. Really try to dig below the surface of why are you disappointed? Just isn't, it's helpful, right? And so if someone doesn't come through for you when they said they would, are you disappointed just because they didn't come through or are you disappointed because you thought that you actually could fully trust this person more than people that you have in the past. And so you feel like you were way too vulnerable and open with this person and you're disappointed in yourself for doing that and also in this person for letting you down, right? Are you disappointed that you didn't get the promotion or the raise that you were expecting in your review? And are you disappointed because you feel like you actually have earned it, you put the time and the energy, or are you disappointed because now you don't feel like you uh, measure up to other people? Are you disappointed because you were told that you would get this and then you didn't, so you feel kind of actually betrayed and upset, and it goes deeper than just being disappointed? You know what I mean? You want to dig a little deeper and ask yourself and figure out, why am I disappointed? How, like, what what are the root issues of this? And if you do struggle with finding the root emotion of how you're feeling, I encourage you to reference an emotions wheel, which if you just type in emotions wheel into Google, you will find them. Uh, There's all kinds of different ones. I encourage you to use the one that has like six of the core emotions in the middle and then like two circles on the outside. And it's the most classic one. And it's also the reason why I put one in the Emotions Everyday Planner Journal hybrid that I created because it is a remarkable, amazing tool for us to use to get to the core uh, parts, uh, core level, like the root level of our emotions and our feelings. So sit with your feelings instead of brushing these off. Really try to get in there deep and understand what's going on and ask more questions to be like, oh, I'm disappointed because this actually has triggered feelings from the past or other experiences. And I felt like I was, be- I, I now feel like I was too vulnerable and open with this situation. And I feel like I was lied to. I was betrayed. Like whatever the situation is, sit with your emotions instead of brushing these off. Number three, Number three is don't let these experiences change how you see yourself. So it's an experience, not a classification, right? You don't need to label yourself as a failure or a mistake maker. We are doing those things, but that does not need to be our identity, right? We don't need to like, be, like reclassify ourselves as this like terrible person for not being able to follow through with something and that we're disappointed that we weren't able to finish this project or achieve this level or do this or that or the other or 
you know, um, make this thing work, right? Whether it's a relationship or a job or an opportunity and it just didn't work, right? You just can't be like, you can't tell yourself, okay, well now I'm a crappy human being because I wasn't able to do this, that, and the other, or this didn't work out for me. That means that I am less than someone else. It's not. This is not an opportunity for you to label yourself and like, you know, bestow this classification on yourself just because this experience happened, right? And I just I just need you to know that. It was an experience. It's something that's going to teach you something, something that you're going to use to move forward in life. And it's not a way for you to be like another excuse to say that you are some terrible person and, you know, dive back into victim mentality and those kind of thoughts. That's not helpful. It's not good. So don't let these experiences change how you see yourself. Continue to see yourself as strong and capable and able to move forward and, again, use this experience as a way for you to better understand what you should do next moving forward, whether you're going to try again or you're going to go like a different road, a different journey moving forward. You know what I mean? So don't let these experiences change how you see yourself. Okay. Number four. Number four is to pick out the positive moments. Other people might see this as, you know, what are the silver linings of this experience where you are feeling disappointed? And I think it's helpful. I think it also feeds into gratitude, you know, and being grateful and thankful for what's in your life. And some people might consider this to be cheesy and like, oh, gratitude's so overrated. It's not. It's actually underrated. Drastically. Extensively. Underrated. And we need to spend more time actually being grateful and thankful. And so if you pick out the positive moments and the things that um, you feel like went wrong when Maybe sometimes back in like in hindsight later, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad it happened that way and not the other way around. And I feel like there was a time, I can't recall it completely, but I there was a time where that happened recently to me where I was like, oh, I'm so grateful that this happened instead of that, even though I was really disappointed that that didn't happen and this happened. And, you know, so it's it's just being able to, you know, point those things out and feel really good about it. So a positive moment or a silver lining could be like if you did not get the job that you thought that you were qualified for and ready for and you interviewed so darn well for, and maybe the silver lining is that you find out something about, and sometimes silver linings and positive moments will not come right away, okay? You'll try, you'll try, because so like the silver lining of not getting the job that you want immediately could be like, okay, well, at least I've been uh, had another opportunity to practice my interview skills and talk to people and write a resume or cover letter or whatever it is, right? Get out there and continue to, you know, uh, show people who I am. That could be one. But then a positive moment that could come later is maybe you find out that you don't want to work there because people are rude or mean they don't treat their employees well, or you get a better opportunity that was uh, happened only days later and all of these different things. So Make sure that you're trying to pick out positive moments. You might only be able to get one or two right when it happens, but as time goes on, you'll be able to accumulate a lot more and it'll help you to just be really grateful and thankful for like what has happened and not allow those uh, disappointments to rule your life and 
and lay heavy on your heart and your mind, which I feel like can happen so easily, so, 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 so easily, right? Especially if it comes to like relationships and you're disappointed that uh, it didn't work out to date this person. It didn't, this friendship is no longer working. Um, You didn't find the right person that could be like a good mentor or someone to look up to and you're disappointed, right? But, you know, you can find those silver linings, those positive moments of like, okay, well, at least I had the time with them or, hey, at least maybe it, it, it ended amicably and not like in a raging fire of upsetness and things like that. So pick out the positive moments, the silver linings. Um, hopefully right, right, in, right when it happens and then hopefully later to like really be able to push your perspective of understanding, okay, it's okay that I was disappointed, but it's also okay now that I'm going to let it go and realize it's for, it's for the better, right? And then the last one that I want to share with you today is managing your expectations. Managing your expectations. So originally, just so you know, I was actually going to do a whole episode on like, you know, dealing with the expectations that we put on ourselves, that we get from others. But then I quickly transitioned to talking about disappointment because expectations and disappointment uh, are like best buds, right? Linger together, maybe even sisters. Because a lot of times we will be disappointed because our expectations for ourselves are too high and not where they need to be. Or we'll be disappointed that we weren't able to follow through on the expectations from someone else, which also feeds into people-pleasing, right? So it's, it's, it's all related. Um, but to minimize dealing with disappointments uh, just in general and dealing with, um, you know, being able to move through it in the healthiest way, it's important for you to manage your expectations. Now, this might sound a little like, oh, Sabrina, you're telling us like how to, you know, uh, avoid disappointment. And I'm not, I'm not, because you can still go through the disappointment and then manage your expectations. So maybe the disappointment isn't as big next time. Like you can still like make mistakes and fail, but it's not going to be as big next time because you're actually having the expectations that should meet you or you are managing the expectations of others to like just not have unknown expectations on you so that it isn't this like mess of like you want feeling disappointed in yourself for not meeting their expectations when maybe you didn't know there was expectations or it is, it's unfair that they have these expectations, whatever it is. So you learn to manage your expectations and really try to figure out, okay, what can I actually accomplish or what can I actually do? What is realistic? What is healthy? What is What will work with my life? What will work with the season of life I'm in right now? Because just because it worked before does not absolutely, does not mean that it's going to work now. And that's, that's a hard lesson that I had to learn that I'm still learning every day is that just because something worked out and went well in the past does not mean that it's going to happen again, right? That season of life has come and gone. I am not the same person, not in the same situation, probably not in the same job, the way that things go for me. I'm not like losing my job, just more of like, you know, going to the next thing as I do. And so it's important to really, you know, understand that we just need to be, we need to have more chill, I feel like, with ourselves. We need to be like, okay, these are my expectations. Maybe they, maybe 
when you learn to manage them, they might maybe go a little too low at times. And then sometimes they won't come down far enough, far enough, but you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out if you actually put the time and effort to managing them and being like, okay, am I feeling overwhelmed and forced or coerced to meet someone else's expectations? If that's true, then we need to nip it in the bud, talk to that person and be like, why do I have these expectations? And I feel very uncomfortable. Let's figure it out. But if we're putting expectations on ourselves, then we really need to figure out, okay, why am I putting such high expectations on myself? Again, we're going to go below the surface. We're going to dig a little deeper and what we're feeling and what's going on. And we're going to be like, why am I putting this expectation on myself? Is it because I was able to achieve this before and I believe that I should have the right, ooh, yeah, when we get into that pride and ego have the right and the ability to be able to achieve it now, which again is not a promise. Just because you did it before does not mean you can do it again. Sometimes it does. A lot of times it doesn't because we're different people, different abilities, different skill sets, right? Different strengths. A lot of things carry over and some things don't. Just just kind of like think about it. But so it's like, okay, well, what am I doing what am I, what am I expecting from myself? Is it unreasonable? Like, let's be honest here. Am I being unreasonable with myself? And if you say no, then you're like, okay, well then why do I feel so disappointed when I'm not able to do this, that, and the other? And then usually, sometimes when people are in denial, it's because they are like, well, I need to be able to stay in stride with someone else. And it's like, okay, well, why? Why are you comparing yourself to them? Why are you feel like you have to do the same thing or more? And just really, again, digging down to the surface and figuring out like, okay, well, why do I feel like this way? Why do I feel like I have to have this expectation? And maybe this expectation was actually learned from someone else and you carried it over and made it yours. And so now it feels like it's something that's okay to have because you feel like it originated with you when in reality, it originated from someone else that you just carried over. So just try to dig a little deeper to manage your expectations to really like kind of like bring them down to the appropriate notch and then live your best life <laughs> and then be able to like deal with disappointment um, in a healthier way because you're not having so many expectations that your disappointments are like at like bursting at the seams and it's healthier for you to deal with the few that are coming from experiences that happen every day, right? Maybe not disappointments every day, but, you know, on a regular, more regular expected, more regular comfortable cadence, I'll say that. So anyway, uh, manage your expectations. But that's all five, you guys. I know this was like a quick episode, but that's all five of the tips that I want to share with you on how to deal with disappointment in the healthiest way possible. So hopefully that helped you. And if you have any like questions or comments on that, please again, hit me up on social, send me an email, whatever it is, I will be there for you. But thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, with me, Sabrina. Thank you so much for listening, downloading and sharing the show. And yeah, check out all that stuff in the show notes. I look forward to meeting you and becoming friends online. But until next time, have a good one. And I will see y'all next time. Bye.